See Hollywood Handbook live in Los Angeles next Wednesday, February 15th at the Dynasty Typewriter. Tickets for the show and for the live stream, if you can't make it, are available in the episode description. Enjoy the show. Sometimes I realize that the way that I'm going to find out that I have died uh-huh. will just be that I'm not hearing the theme song. Mm-hmm. Kevin will say, here comes the theme song, and that's yeah, nothing. Kevin will say, what do you... theme song, and it'll it's be just white song. noise. Just, yeah. What does yours say, Mark and John? What does your song say? Your theme song. What does it say? Here comes Hayes and Sean. No. That's what not, your that's theme song That's not your song. Oh, oh what is our, our theme, theme song. song. My God. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't expect such outrage. <laughs> <you> um, <laughs> one is Mark and John's the other. We're just friends. We are not lovers. I, sorry. <laughs> two old queens, two old queens. We sort of wanted to go, though, like the Brady Bunch, Gilligan's Island route of like, no matter it says what the show times yeah yeah it's like right there the story provides a little context and yeah. who's recording that that bad bird who who'd you bring in to lay that track down for you our friend danny cohen danny cohen mm-hmm. i knew danny. <laughs> i knew it'd yeah, be somebody that... good danny comes in <laughs> with the bass he comes in with mm-hmm. the bass. a lot of synth that bright bass yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. danny did every d- did every piece did he farm some of it out? No, all Danny. As far as we know, he might have used that's an app or something. Like he's that. a regular Daniel Johnston. We should have Danny on here. Yeah, why is it Danny? Do you want to? Do you want us to? Sounds like he did call him for you right now. It's just we're here talking to you two, <laughs> and, and then we kind of wanted to talk about your song. It seems like uh-huh. everything we ask, it's like, well, that's really Danny. So. <laughs> kind of a Danny question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm just <laughs> wondering. If this something got fucked up, basically, we could see if we could reach him. Maybe he can join the Zoom. I mean, in the email, you never said like, "Hey, we love the theme song. <laughs> We'd love to talk about the theme song." Oh my god! So it's like I have to say the whole show in the email. This well, could have been an whole, email. We do our whole show in our theme song. Right? It's sort of that. And apparently, you've never heard it since so you had to ask us what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've heard such good things about it. Oh, I see. I see. You yeah, can yeah. tell the buzz is pretty <laughs> deafening. My feeling, the tension I'm feeling with Danny is that the Danny picks up, I'm no longer interested. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you call Danny and like and he doesn't pick up, then I don't have him on the show, but I like I want him to be on the show that, that much. But more. I'm obsessed. Yeah, exactly. At that point, Danny has become the only thing that matters about your the white show. whale. Yeah. But yeah. The second he answers the phone, right? It's the over. magic's done. He's filth. Yeah. To me. Forget it. We'll just talk to these guys. <laughs> so that is what your theme song says. It says what the show is. The show is Two Old Queens. Yeah. And it's about two correct. friends. And it's about two movies. Friends. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. true. Mm. How's it going? Pretty, uh, revolutionary concept. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You love movies? Two Old Queens love movies? We do. We do. And mm-hmm. we uh, think really? about how gay they are is the main yeah. prism. We do that's, actually that's love prism. movies. Are you not a movie person? Not all of them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are okay. <laughs> There's some good ones. Yeah. But as far as media, nah, so. for your favorites, what do you think is like if you had to be like, oh, this is the movie? What do you think Knives is the out. gayest? Knives Out? Okay. <laughs> What's the gayest movie you think you've ever seen? Probably Knives Out. <laughs> sure. Pretty gay. Right? We love a whodunit. We love a mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of these have any connection to like my life. None of them are about like me doing a podcast with Mark and John. 
no connection to like my experience at all. So you basically want tell, a wake mirror. me up when they tell me you about, want like they, a doc. You so you like documentaries? Is that ideally one about something like before it happens to me? So I so I can so then I can go into the scenario being like, okay, I drew lessons from this movie about like doing mm-hmm. a podcast. That's that in your back back pocket. There was part Martin of the movie that I liked. I'll do that part again. There was part of the yes. movie that felt like it wasn't going well. I'm gonna know what to avoid. Do another pass yes. on that part. Now I, you know, I'm going into this podcast armed with the ability to solve a Cajun mystery of <laughs> some sure. kind, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it the it was not that hard to solve, or like it was both like too hard and too easy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like so tripped the, you up. The mystery was not like it's not wasn't like a puzzle that I could like figure out during the movie. It was just like there were a couple little clues that didn't actually lead to anything. And ultimately, they were just like, it was that guy. That's the guy who did it. And I was like, okay. My and, feeling like. But who did who did the other murder? Oh, he did. Too. He did that, too. Okay. Uh, we spent so much time off mic training Kevin to throw up whenever he lies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but the result has been that he throws up like just a lot more. And I don't know that it's always related to whether he's lying or telling the truth, but I know it will be crucial at some point mm-hmm. that if he, we can develop that trait in him that then we can like use that to sort of snuff out the killer snuff out. That's not right. Sniff out. Snuff out. out I think is. We will be snuffing them out immediately. I'll, fuck, yeah. I'll snuff, snuff out their ass you, out once I know who they are. Yeah, once Kevin throws them, up on right? them. We will be administering. Suss out is maybe, maybe sus was the word you were looking for. Sus could be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sus is another fun one. Mm-hmm. Sus and the old sus and snuff. Sus up first. Mm-hmm. And Kevin's sus. Snuff them well. second. Administering justice by death. <laughs> so Hollywood Handbook is pro death penalty. If we get to do it, yes. Oh, if you yeah. personally, we, get to we don't. We like, don't think the that the government like the should be in charge of doing it. it. Is very offensive to me. I should get to do it. I it's think. disgusting because okay. there's no checks and balances there. I have no idea yes. what the criteria is they're basing it on. But when I am implementing the death penalty, I am quite sure that it <laughs> is sure, sure. You know what you are thinking, and that it's humane. Mm-hmm. The way How that I do, do it? it is so tender. Oh, oh okay. Keep mm-hmm. going. <laughs> it's just. It's honestly, it's a big hug around the neck with piano wire. That does not sound very gentle to me. (laughs) It takes forever because of how gentle I'm being. How would you do it then? Yeah, how are you? Yeah, how does two old queens? Uh, you, you, know, guys are you know, so you can experts your, about. You know, killing. How you can get your dog put down by the vet. The vet will come to the house now. Yeah, kind of like that. We'll do it in a living room in front of a fireplace. That's really <laughs> yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, you can choose the music. Yeah, put maybe a some towel Enya's. on their lap. Sade, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. would be nice. Oh, that's a smooth groove. Yeah, Diamond <laughs> Life, great album. Sean comes over and he garrots you at home. Yeah. <laughs> With like a With three like a ter- inch thing of piano wire, maybe not like enough. A, more like terry cloth, like a like <laughs> yeah. p- part of a robe. So it smells right. familiar, you know. He'll garrote your he'll garrote your pants. Yeah, I get a I get the tie, I get the belt from like a Pendleton robe. And I, Perfect. It's very it's very plush, and I wrap it around you. We Upscale. pick out a song. Mm-hmm. What's the gayest movie so far? Female Trouble. Female Trouble. John Waters. John Waters. John Waters, Female Trouble. Second, 
Uh, Hedwig. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That check mm-hmm. out. John Cameron Mitchell. Eleven. Eleventh? I can tell you, I mm-hmm. have a spreadsheet open, a tab yeah, right okay. now. Eleventh uh, okay. is uh, Death Becomes Her. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's a good How one. How many? Total? We are up to around 184. 184. Okay. What's the least gay movie that you've watched so far? Uh, we just did this over the... It's Double Holiday, an awful Hallmark <laughs> Christmas slash Hanukkah movie. That's mostly a Christmas movie. Barely Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah. It's rude. It's very straight and very anti-Semitic. <laughs> oh, no. Can you imagine? Yeah, that sounds like our show. So, <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> I'm, what? I'm bantering, Hayes. What's 141? Uh, interesting, you should ask. 141 is Air Bud. It is, isn't it? Airbud is one forty one. That seems exactly right. It's yeah. not the least. It's not the least gay. No, no, no. And Airbud no, got, got Michael f- Jeter. Not, yeah. not even really close. Yes, that's right. Not at all. Michael Jeter. Weirdly, this was very bizarre casting. Michael Jeter is the player that Airbud replaces on <laughs> the team uh-huh. on the children. He's like, hey, what's the a dog? Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, what's a dog doing? Like, how dare a dog replace me on this team? And everyone's like, well, you really shouldn't be here either. <laughs> You're a pedophile, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir. Yeah, then the ref goes, ain't no rules as a pedophile can't play basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, Airbud was a sequel to Airped, which was the yeah, yeah. <laughs> origin oh, story. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that was about Mike Prequel. Cheater yeah, yeah. playing on a yeah. basketball It's heartwarming. Team. I think there are rules about that. Yeah, uh, well, that's what he finds the out. Then the, ref- yeah. <laughs> then the referee gets arrested. That's just the, even I got that. bad feeling about this at the air. <laughs> the Butterverse. The Butterverse. Guess. You've got them. So do we. Okay, it's not a competition. Any, is, it, is it mostly, you know, it's mostly like these talky guests, huh? Not these guests that like do movie stuff. We uh, deal yeah. with this. We struggle with this as well. Yeah. Like you get people who comment on the things and not do the things. Yeah, you know what that's I what mean? we're finding is a lot yeah. of who we can yeah, access. Yeah. As they go, well, we'll continue commenting on it, and we go, but what about the people that actually do it? Yeah, actually, yeah. have a skin in the game. Mm-hmm. They're busy doing it. Are they? Isn't that the truth? Some of them. Someone's got to be doing something. There's too much TV. There's too much content. Someone's got to be doing with it. COVID, John. <laughs> Especially with COVID, we missed our window. We missed our window. Yeah. I, it feels what? like I we could have gotten some feeling. really big celebs during COVID, and we were just not focusing our energy in the right directions. Yeah, what was Rita Moreno doing in 2020? Nothing. <laughs> she was getting ready for 80 for Brady. For two years? She had to prepare? Yeah. Yes. She's oh, 80. What she can't just that jump she, into it. That the, that the pandemic... Is like is officially over, and Rita Moreno has this ready ready made movie that mm-hmm. is just like good to go, just like mm-hmm. Adam Gates before anyone else. She was obviously violating many public health Cold. codes to make eighty for Brady throughout the three years of the pandemic. Well, I think oh, what a coincidence! Tom Brady retires. Just as to eighty do, for Brady to do is PR for out. the movie, yeah, to do the press mm-hmm. tour. Just in time. Yeah. I wonder who's pulling those strings. It's it's interesting that we 
talk about 80 for Brady, Hayes and I are actually hosting a very special screening of 80 oh. for Brady at mm -hmm. the new Beverly. And mm -hmm. we're going to be introducing it with like some funny banter and sort of stories about what the movie means to us. And ideally we would like to get noticed by Quentin Tarantino and, you know, cast sure. some of his projects from the way that we introduced the movie at the theater. And we thought, well, these guys know movies. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's maybe that's the way you it could now. help us. That's how you get plucked. Yeah, sort of without seeming too desperate. Let QT know. Hey, we're available. <laughs> we're QTs uh -huh. as well, and uh, we <laughs> would and QT. we would really uh -huh. like to be in some movies. Well, I would say do the presentation with your shoes and socks off. I was going to say, yeah, what are you wearing? Very for high lives? directing chairs. Mm -hmm. constantly wig your little piggies can i yeah. just say like and this is uh i didn't think i was gonna have to come in here and defend quentin tarantino it's not like any foot it's not like all feet that he's just like i don't have a sure it's not it. a, it's not an any foot will do situation you know like yes right. ours Ours fit. Ours are in in competition. Absolutely, I would have to walk through say, a blood puddle or something first. But yes, yes, I would say talk to find out who Brad Pitt's foot guy is. Yes, and go to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like get get the 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 pedicure from him. Find out what it is. You know what's the polish Brad used when he was doing? Uh, you mm -hmm. know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. French tips on the on the piggies, right? Mm -hmm. A little French, French tip piggy? Piggies. Come on. Yeah. Oh, well, so that's two different. I mean, there's like the like the pedicure guy, but like the foot guy is the guy that like got him his like his feet. Like who Right, where he bought his feet at. Hit like his supplier for mm -hmm. like you know You need for, a foot guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's funny how this industry changed. When I moved here, you didn't necessarily have to have a foot guy to get ahead. Yes. And just watching the way that it's become, you know, not only encouraged, but really required to have yeah. a really good foot guy who can provide you with feet. Uh, it's 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 different. I'm not necessarily saying it's bad. Um, but it's it's not what I expected. I Ryan thought, Reynolds like, yeah. has a on his farm has I believe mm -hmm. twelve preteens, always ready farm. to go. Uh -huh. They're all they're hanging upside down, always in recliners, so their feet never yeah, yeah, yeah. The get feet worked. So pristine. they are pristine, mm -hmm. so and he soft. swaps mm -hmm. out his feet every nine months. And look and what it did, Aviator Gin. Yeah, well, they say mm -hmm. what kind of farm is it? You know, because <laughs> there's no yeah. crops, and it is a foot farm. It's a foot farm. You're Tom Cruise. You need to stand next to Katie Holmes at events and things like that. <laughs> it's been you a while, but Ryan yeah. Reynolds. You get an extra set of feet put in below your original. It's a foot on a foot set. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, you're that's your real height. Let me see your feet. <laughs> sure, why not? You just show them. You just show them the bottom ones. Yeah, that's smarter. Probably the most exciting day in the process is when your new feet burst out from inside your old feet and <laughs> explode right. the old foot. And you sort of, that's when you feel the freshest, you know, when it's still kind of wet with, mm -hmm. with ooze from it's like new a skin dewy. under a scab, that kind of yeah. thing. The new yeah. pink, fresh skin. 
No, never have a better foot than then. So we are we're trying to time it out so that, that happens right before we go to introduce eighty for Brady. What if in your entrance you are brought down from the ceiling, so that it's like the spotlight hits your feet first. You slowly mm. come down, mm. and then it's like the moment you your feet first touch the ground. If you could time that, so that mm. it's truly that the freshest feet. We put mics on the ground to like pick up the sound of the skin connecting with the yes. stage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's like a little shallow kiddie pool of lotion. So then your feet could wriggle mm-hmm. around in the lotion. So there's like squishy sounds. Yeah. Oh, the ASMR yeah. element. Just a nice slorp slorp sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's interesting. Um, I mean, I think we also do, uh, we do need to be talking. I, I, I assume that, the feet will be mic'd louder than our voices. I would obviously. Hope so. Yeah. But but we should talk a little bit about how 80 for Brady does fulfill the grindhouse tradition. Right? Well, yeah. Absolutely. You know, the like midnight movie kind of edgy. Mm-hmm. This feels right, a little right, right. dangerous. Right, right, right. They do, according to the trailer, uh drink um marijuana martinis. Okay. Wow. And you're yes. also worried that any of them can drop dead at any moment. This might turn <laughs> yeah. into a snuff film if there's a loud yeah. noise. Any one of their legs could be uh, a machete yeah. or a, or a an automatic weapon. Like a Planet Terror? I'm the only one who saw but, Planet Terror. <laughs> oh, buddy. No, that's Machine not gun true leg. at all. I, I saw yeah. it. I'm just trying to think about if I make my leg into a machine gun or something what am i doing with my foot uh necklace what i'm gonna do with my foot (laughs) put it in someone else's stocking Mm. make it a lamp it is weird that we put candy and stuff in there it's like that's for feet right why are you putting a toothbrush in here it's not sanitary yeah that's that's like they put that's john that's what they put that's what you got in your stocking you got a toothbrush well, like in addition to candy, but yeah, a fresh toothbrush. But yeah, yeah, but it's just like it's supposed to be a time for candy where we don't think about the responsibility. But after the candy, of what you brush your teeth. Yeah. You want to keep your teeth. What do you get? Aspirin to story. No, Here's some Tylenol. John, you're a little boy. It shouldn't be yeah. about brushing your. But it was like a superhero toothbrush. It had like Aquaman at the bottom of it. Even so, it's like Aquaman is going like, better brush your teeth or you'll mm-hmm. never get to meet my fish friends. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's a wrist brace. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys didn't get ace bandages for Christmas every year? Huh. No, John. No, John. Huh. John. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. I got a skateboard and a free CAT scan. <laughs> <laughs> a trip to the blood Perfect. pressure machine. <laughs> You skate easier that way if you know you the CAT scan's already paid for. Lice medicine? <laughs> I didn't need that. Well, you were bald till you were 14. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, wow. But when it came in... <laughs> then oh what happened? Like ah, so it was like Ryan Reynolds' new foot coming in. It was just exploded. <laughs> a dapper new outfit so that I can impress my crush and a prescription for Valtrex. <laughs> it's just like... I, I just... I'm sorry that your family was so intent on you being responsible that you didn't get that one moment of magic. 
Mm. When you pull out the candy and you say, I'm not going to worry about my teeth at all for the whole morning. There are no tomorrows. Yeah. Yeah. This week on the Patreon, Carl continues his journey as Akron Zips football coach Craig Fazzoli on his new show, Play No Games. On the pro version, the boys make some brand new clothes, and the flagrant ones are mostly talking all things basketball. Check out all these shows and the video for today's episode with John and Mark at patreon.com slash the flagrant ones. One thing about this revival that we do sort of have to do. So when we were booking the new Beverly, mm-hmm. yep. this was, I think a confusion with Kevin that like, he also assumed that we would want, like, because it's 80 for Brady, he also booked us to be like presenting the movie alongside the actress, ancient Beverly. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's amazing. And she, of course, is like the fifth person. They're not promoting her in the movie, but like it's it's there's four. There's She's five a surprise. Yes. Yeah. And it's very, very. Surprising. She's not a name. You know what I mean? She's not marketable, but she's incredible in this. She's game. the her, her billing is and introducing. Right. Yeah. Yes. And finally introducing. Finally. <laughs> she is 87, <laughs> I believe. Right. I think it's introducing and saying goodbye. And saying goodbye. Yes, and and being being a farewell to. Yes. (laughs) Don't get too attached. It's about like representation of like, there's these four women that are very kind of youthful for their age. And then there's a fifth who uh, appears to be significantly older than she even is mm-hmm. which is which is very very old she's, she's the same dying. age but it's removing the stigma from seeming old i feel like there's so much tied up in old people being like age is just a number and it's like well sometimes it is your age and sometimes that yes comes along <laughs> with some pretty significant um changes you know challenges sure and i i think it is important to have that on screen as well just even for contrast but you got to give it to the director because it's hard to frame a shot where there's like four five characters and one of them's in a hospital bed the entire time in a stadium that's not easy no it, it yeah it is um it's pretty clever the way that they shot it and and i think it was obviously with the trailer in mind where they do kind of pan over or widen you know, after the first three seconds of every shot and I've to seen, show yeah. ancient Beverly and someone giving her CPR most times. Mm-hmm. I mean, her shots are pretty clearly from above and they have like laid out like the set design, like, you know, like the end table and stuff like next to her on its back. <laughs> and, you know, she's like lying on like a wallpaper surface. So it seems like she's, you know, standing up. Uh, but she's very obviously in a hospital but i mean just from the yeah, and she's and she's hospital. asking for medicine yes <laughs> but yeah. I mean, in most though. of the scenes yeah. she is <laughs> asking for medicine but in a fun rap right <laughs> oh gosh yeah no that i mean that to me was like the the lightness of hey even if you're not you know so spry it's like still give me a beat and like let's make this request really fun but saying like i need the medicine the medicine is yeah give me a crucial for me (laughs) it's an emergency um but to do it just like go ancient to the ancient (laughs) it's your last breath it's your last (laughs) breath (laughs) 
So the lowering, I, I worry, is going to be an issue for Ancient Beverly. The lotion, I think, would be temporarily beneficial and then and then potentially mm, very immediately dangerous. become like a choking hazard actually yes yeah. <laughs> now are you bringing her out before the movie starts she has to be part of our like she is locked in to our pre-movie introduction which is our only opportunity to kind of sell yeah, quentin on, impress quentin and so guys. we want to like on our movie knowledge without yeah without her Taking the spotlight. Maybe if you get her to say like some sort of racial slur that might get his attention. Yeah. He loves that could those. Be interesting. And what's our reaction to that? Are we just kind of like How do I play it? We disapprove of it, but we, but it's okay. You just say that to she's from a different time. She's from a different time. Yeah. We say this is appropriate for her character. For her. She life remembers experience. when trains yes. were new. Yes. That's what her character made. would say. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. We go, it actually would be dishonest and inauthentic Thank for her you. not yeah. to use that racial slur, even though I personally will not would be never. using it. No. That's right. <laughs> Unless it's in the script, Quentin. Is there a way to tie it, like a movie like 80 for Brady with just like being able to show how much we like know and appreciate about, uh, uh, about film? Like... Mm-hmm. Like with the traditions that drought, we talked about Grindhouse, but like maybe mm-hmm. going the back American to like, Giallo or um, mm-hmm. some black exploitation, you know, maybe yeah, lesser known genres. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could find a way to compare it to Blackula. Wow, eighty okay. for Blackula? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you pitch a sequel for senior citizens to find their spark. Go to a rival screening of Blackula. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's what we're pitching. Maybe they our... go on a, a vacation <laughs> yeah. and then they unearth Blackula. And you guys are the concerned grandsons. We play the concerned grandsons. Grandma, of the... come on! You're too <laughs> yeah. old to go see Blackula at a midnight screening. <laughs> there we go. Watch this. This works. Sunny. It writes itself. <laughs> and they have to sneak out, you know. And we learn, like we learn to have some respect for our elders. Yeah, you guys are like to you not gotta be do that. so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, so fragile about it. But I think thing. one of you needs to fall in love with one of the other women. Okay. One of the other grandmas. Yeah, not your own grandma. Mm-hmm. This is a milf manor style right. situation. Mm-hmm. I Gilf. think so. Yeah, gamilf gamanner. Gamilf gamanner. So it's both of your two grand because you both have two grandmas on both. So it's those four grandmas together. Okay. So maybe it's like mm-hmm. there's two thruples then. Or it and could be not? you each end up with one and then two of the grandmothers end up together. That's cute. Progressive. Well, that would there yes, and that would maybe move us up your three, list. Three, yeah. three marriages at the end of the at the plot. And Tarantino loves Shakespeare. He does. He's obsessed. <laughs> They're always showing Shakespeare in love at New Beverly. He he has a podcast now. Yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. Have you reached out? Have we you have. inquired? I mean, uh, <laughs> just to <laughs> wish him well. Mostly. <laughs> just say, good luck, Quentin. Uh, we've been doing this for a few years. Yeah. Uh, let us know if you need any tips. <laughs> Takes a while to build your audience, Quentin. Get that T public account going as soon as you can. So you you have T you have you have T's? Oh, we got you have T's. Sick T's. Mm-hmm. What's our what's our best selling tea design? And let's see if we can steer a little more traffic that way. It would probably be the eat shit funny girl. 
Okay. That's good. Very versatile. <laughs> very versatile. Very of the moment as well. It, it, we let down. Michelle, Michelle yeah. came back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can wear that pretty much anywhere. There's no inappropriate location. There's for no it. wrong word. Yeah. No wrong event. Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You could wear it. Mm-hmm. You wear it to Disneyland, but you can wear it to church. You can wear it to a wedding. Mm-hmm. But you can and also wear the, it to a different church. Kevin, do you have the T Public store open? Uh sure. Let me get that. <laughs> so the answer was no. It's a yes or no. It's not a sure. <laughs> uh yeah, just give me a second. And the shirt is about the movie Funny Girl. Correct. Because you like Is the, it to the character the or is it you like to the, the new movie. Broadway version? We haven't seen it. John's more the Broadway guy than I am. Yeah. And okay. it was Mark who said each it funny girl. So that's that's all, Mark. I'll take. Why no. do you say that? So, What'd so actually, <laughs> and John, are you sharing the problem? She's over of the two shirt? hours long, and it's really boring. <laughs> That's what she did. Two and a half hours of this, I need. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. hours. That's what I did. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Not I'm, so funny. There we go. Here we go. I'm pulling the lever. Okay. There's the two of you saying hello. Why don't we? So <laughs> this that one's awful. really nice. That's that's. A, <laughs> the logo work is really fantastic. In the style, it's got a, it's got Bar- Barbara Streisand. Streisand, wow, just right in there. <laughs> no mistaking it. Yeah. What? So, can you talk to me about you are not the movie Cruising? I actually watched Cruising recently. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, and he actually was. He actually was saying that he is. Yeah. John was I thought. The case I thought I was the movie. The movie. I finished watching I it. I said, hey. <laughs> I'm the movie cruising. Finally, somebody got me right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Wasn't sure I understood it. Sure. But no. But tell me why it says you are not the movie cruising. Well, for the longest time, you would get a penalty if you were the movie cruising. Because before we saw it, we believed it was mm-hmm. a very, you know, a homophobic, not the most flattering right, portrait movie. of right. gay life. But then we eventually watched it and it came away. It's not that bad. Not the worst. Not the worst. Mm-hmm. So for about a year, you would get a penalty if you were the movie cruising. But then we would be like, you're not the movie cruising, so you're not going to get penalized. Oh, so that's a good thing. Sure. It's just or a factual thing. Not being the movie cruising. But then, in fact, okay, the movie cruising was not the movie cruising. Correct. Well, that one was, but yeah. <laughs> that's the one time that it was. The movie cruising was the movie cruising, even though what you were braced for was something much worse than what the movie cruising actually was. Correct. We were braced for, uh, uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, but it actually Mm -hmm. ended up being a little more nuanced than that. Yeah. Far more interesting. Mm -hmm. If you can believe something was more interesting than I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah. And again, it's all this stuff is, is, is totally subjective. Um, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Oh, Kevin, are you in, uh, are you in the United Kingdom right now? That's cool that you guys don't do U.S. currency. I love that. <laughs> you know, we're supporting yeah. Brexit. Because <laughs> all the prices are in pounds. <laughs> There's yeah. a t-shirt of the two of you saying hello, which you say at the same time at the beginning of every episode. That's Correct. true. How's that one doing? You know, the problem was we introduced all these shirts at the same time. <laughs> right. And we should have okay. done one you know, every few yeah. months. You got to space them out. Up. It, it's out. good if people feel like they have no other option yeah, at any point know. when they're buying a shirt. This sure. is the advice I left for Quentin. I said, don't put all your merch out at once. Space it out. Yes. When there's just one shirt out, people think, ooh, I got to get that one. But when you do six, it's a you know, fallacy of choice. 
There's nothing to stop us from doing a t-shirt where it's me and Sean saying hello. That is true. I'm just I'm just looking at this and like even if it's not doing like huge numbers compared to the Eat Shit Funny Girl shirt, <laughs> right? Yeah. I am just liking the idea of it's me, it's Sean on a t-shirt. I'm saying hello. We're saying Do you guys hello. have any merch? A lot of the work is done for us. We got a little bit of merch. I'd say it's even more confusing than the cruising shirt, what we're working with, you know? <laughs> Kevin just picks these very strange uh, like inspirations for... Mm-hmm. Oh, Are like, you pulling up our store, Kevin? Do oh, we have yeah. a store? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And here's what we're working we with, boys. Okay. All righty. A lot so of these sports. are all. I want my cowboy. It's a lot of sports. It says <laughs> I want cowboy my TV. cowboy TV. These are all on like the very similar uh, kind of foundation. You know, it's like a brightish image on a black background. Uh huh. Yours are much more varied in their presentation. I don't know. I'm just feeling like we got a we got a clean house in this store. You mm. want to have clearance. How's Podcast University doing, Kevin? Thing. Let me log in and, and look behind the curtain. In the back end? Yeah. While he's doing that, we do have to deal with Gronk. Gronk will be there at the <laughs> screening. He's going to want to uh-huh. be featured in some way. 25. He's, he wants to, you know, feel funny, feel a part of it. Um, but again, we don't want Gronk to get discovered. Uh, sure. We want to be right, discovered. Right. He's already so in a like, movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, is there something funny we could do? Like, could, it, would he feel funny if we go, hey, what if we we tackle you, you know? Mm-hmm. In the lotion. No, you have a... I tackle Gronk in the lotion. And he's like hey, he a throws strong, a flag. strapping guy, right? He he pitched a few things he want because he's got all these things that he uh, he sponsors yeah so supplements oh, yeah. and stuff and his thing is that he like he spikes the different things so he's he, he has a deal with Subway he spikes spikes the, the sub sweet onion chicken piccata sub he has a deal with USAA this is the really difficult he he for our thing because he works with the USAA he wants to spike a marine. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I don't know that that's the which move we were right like. Now. Could it be like a toy marine or something? And he was like, like a full in uniform. Yeah, yes. in the dress yeah. uniform. Yes, he he wants the the marines to send them the, their most powerful enlisted marine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm glad he's not going to Walter Reed then and just picking the weakest. That would be upsetting. So this guy could take I, it, this that marine. is nice. That's right. It is, but he also wants, I mean, he does want to spike Ancient Beverly. So, uh, it's, yes. Okay. Gronk. But what a way to we go, said, Fred. What a way to go. Yeah. He, <laughs> I guess that's he has, right. He has announced his intention to liquefy Ancient Beverly. Uh, so, you got to keep them on opposite sides of the stage then. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I don't follow sports. I didn't know Gronk was so bloodthirsty. I don't know that he was when he was in the league, but you know these he guys retired. They don't Hollywood, know what to do with you know, themselves. So much head trauma. That's right. We saw Babylon. I know what we're dealing with: debauchery and outrage. <laughs> that's and what cocaine. happens to you. Yeah. Did Babylon? Uh, that's over two hours. It's was three that? hours and five minutes. Oof. Mm-hmm. Did you pull? Did you uh, pull the lever on that one? Send it into the the moat. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got dunked, I said. Can I tell my Gronk story? Please. Uh, <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it. Let's actually, like, let's actually take a pulse on this, like, whether we really do want to hear the Gronk story. I've never heard it before, and Kevin I, has told I haven't me either. just about everything that's happened in his life. I'll be so completely the story honest. Must be terrible. I'll be completely honest. I have no idea who Gronk is, so any kind of context clues would be very helpful for me in taking part in this conversation. Uh, Let's pull up one of his ads for John. I mean, if John is going to appreciate this story at all, we should like at least show him one commercial that has Gronk in it. Mm-hmm. Is he an active player? He's, he's no longer active. He's no longer no. playing. Yes. Didn't play this past But season. is that true within the the world of that universe? Of 80, of 80 for Brady? For Brady? And 80 yeah. for Brady is an active player. He's got to be. I thought 80 for Brady took place on September 10th, 2001. Yeah. He was playing then. And they let it go. They just let it happen. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they That's... get a warning. And they get yeah. a warning that if they <laughs> don't lose the game, that the events of September 11th will take place. And Gronk and Brady look at each other and they say, you know what? The game is bigger than this country. <laughs> That's true. True. And they make a pretty good case that w- what would have happened if it had been averted would have been even worse. Mm-hmm. And they don't say what it was, but it sounds like it would have been pretty bad. We never would have gotten American Sniper, the movie. They sort of allude to that being <laughs> it. and One of the pluses. I know, but that... I think if they had just said that outright, people would have said that 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 was actually not worth. It. I think if you if you put that fine a point on it, it becomes open for debate. I see, but they do yeah, imply yeah. that the film American Sniper would not have happened, and it's all subjective. Oh yeah, okay. T Mobile uh, okay. commercial so this is for T Mobile, not a sponsor for this podcast, or are they? Not yet. Uh, we're open. Okay. We're circling each other. Uh, here it is. Bronk. What up, TB? What do you think my next move should be? Give it to me straight. Maybe it's just time I hang them up. I got one word for you. Retirement. If you retire now, you're going to be walking on soft sand in a week. Just come to Florida and feel the wind in your hair. Retirement is like winning another one. Maybe I'll even join you. On a spotty network, this is what Tom heard. If you retire now, you're soft and weak. Just come to Florida and win another one. Maybe I'll even join you. Just go win another one. Like it's that easy, Kronk. Maybe it is. I still feel like I have a lot to accomplish. And so t- Tom Brady okay. unretired. Yeah. And that's how wow. it happened. And it's because of the spotty connection that he like, like a multiverse. family. This is yes. why whenever I have a streaming service, I never pay for the ad free. I always like seeing these ads. They're funny. Yeah. They're really funny. <laughs> that ad was very clever. And, I, and when they, you know, it's, it's really a mad fold in, isn't it? Where you have this mm-hmm. one picture, but then you get this mm-hmm. second picture when you back. kind of trim yeah. the edges. We realized we were in the hands of Hitchcockian master the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. No, the twist had me reeling. Good luck, Al knock Jaffe. at the cabin top in the The head. auteur. Yes. I like looking at Tom Brady because I like to know that with enough money, mm-hmm. when I reach a certain age, I will still be able to appear extremely youthful but I will not know what to do with my mouth. <laughs> Something will be going on with my mouth, which yeah. is of which I am not certain. 
He kind of looks like a very healthy ghoul. <laughs> I can either feel uh-huh. my, I, I either can't feel my mouth or I can feel it too much. Too much. He's like, it's trying to, his lower jaw is trying to escape constantly. <laughs> Something's going on. And so it'll be, it'll be moving around. I'll be holding it, but you'll be able to tell that I'm thinking, is this normal the way I'm holding it? No matter what it, else is I've, going on. But it, everything else it, seems fine. In 80 for Brady, I believe Sally Field cuts his jaw off. Really? She's like, I can't yeah. take it anymore. Yeah. And he says, finally. <laughs> finally. He's free. At last I am yes. free. <laughs> and just ghosts just pour out yeah. of his mouth. Like a return, return of the king when that ghost army shows up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's your context for who Gronk is. Gronk is the big guy. And okay. He has a bad, fo- bad phone. Uh-huh, and it was because of the bad phone that... that Tom Brady came back to play another year and, as Sean said, lost his entire family. If he had T-Mobile, he'd still be married. So is that considered to be a bad thing that Tom Brady went back? It's an interesting question raised by the commercial, isn't it? Mm. I guess they (laughs) really think that was a mistake for him to do. Ultimately, it was was one of the greatest personal errors of his life. He only played one more year, and now he did just retire for good until, I guess, this happens again. So he's like... Inevitably will. He's like the share of football. Constantly um, retiring. I think that's a nice way yes. to think about it. Yeah, yes. charitable. Not nice to share. I feel like. Yeah, she'll be fine. And so, where are we? What are we thinking now about Kevin's? Kevin is unmuted. I just want to point that out. So Kevin is loaded for bear. <laughs> if if called upon, he will serve. Okay. So, uh, do we want to hear more about Gronk? Is your question? Well, not the just question. that's not, not more th- about Gronk, but Kevin's Gronk Kevin's story. His take experience, which every everything that has ever happened to Kevin, he has believed to be a story and told me about on the show. Okay, and, and how really how the stories fared in the past? I can't remember. I cannot okay. remember a single fucking one of them. There was a recent one. I know that they happened, but they just wash over mm-hmm. me. Where, uh, so you know, we're 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 in the th- in the thick of a pretty significant business uh conversation for the podcast yeah. with uh with with the Sirius XM family and Kevin texted us the other day I just had the craziest morning <laughs> all right and I think like well surely this is like I'm I'm like interested in what's coming next because yeah. we're, we're kind of waiting for different pieces of news. It absolutely has to affect me, the future of the show, <laughs> you is, know, my right. finances, my family, like, <laughs> yes. like this guy on the heels of us sort of giving him our, you know, our desires and our marching orders yes. for the show is like, I just had the craziest morning and I know that he's been in talks with these different corporate entities about the show. So I go, wow, yes. I'm braced for this to be crazy. And it was the instead the fiftieth, sixtieth installment of the story of how he burned down the shed in his backyard. He's like a one man Rashomon kind of thing. I mean, how many sheds do you have in your backyard? No, this is like it's not the same story told over and over again. It's like a uh, it's like a Dickens like Bleak House where you would get like a like a chapter at a time. And the different publications over the course of like many years. That's it's what this funny girl esque like. in its length. Yes, that's what okay. That is far beyond the point of it having entertainment value. It continues to. And exist. you're saying Kevin's storytelling prowess might not be on the level of Dickens. 
This one I, was I don't insurance. Know. I don't... This one was insurance related. Mm-hmm. Does he get paid and by the, the story word for was, stories? <laughs> if I, if I could abbreviate the story, and Kevin, you'll correct me if I'm wrong. The story was that he got a phone call from the insurance company that was concerning, and later that same day, he got a second phone call that said we were mistaken. Undoing the initial phone call. I mean, if you want to like boil it down, I I guess that's the s- synopsis. Well, I've had two crazy mornings because Sean woke me up this morning too. Okay, he that's called crazy. me. I call him at I call him at like ten forty five or so. You were sleeping yeah, 10, at ten forty five. It was that very clear crazy. that he was asleep Must and in bed. Nice. I had to take my night town? guard out. Hello. Oh, no. Wow. You're 14. Imagine, imagine <laughs> that night guard at 1045. Uh, uh, oh, God. Uh, would you take it out? Is there like out? food in it? Like, do you floss before you go to bed? Oh, yeah. Big floss. Big floss. You got John stalking. So Sean called me. I said, hello. <laughs> he said, did I wake you up? Kevin said, no. And no, I haven't spoken yet today, but I, I have been awake. Oh. <laughs> I haven't yep. spoken. Okay. Perfect. Even worse. All right. Tell the Gronk story. Tell Mark and John and let Mark and John like curate the story as it's happening. Kind sure. of like, okay. you know, get sure. this, get this thing. I do. Shape. I do a lot of storytelling, so I think it's I can. True. Help here. Great. Yes. Okay. Let's go. The year is 2015. No. <sighs> Tedious. It's facts. I want emotion. Okay. I just moved to Los Angeles. I get a phone call. Okay. It's my old man. Good news. My coworker and his family are in Los Angeles, and I told them you're available to get lunch with them tomorrow at the Grove. Okay. Okay. Smash cut to the next could day have done at a the voice for your dad or something. I think. <laughs> yeah, wasn't quite sure. Smash who cut is. Uh, it feels like you're writing a script, but all right. Cut to the Grove. <laughs> we have a nice Just meal. Regular cut to the Grove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smash cuts are too jarring. Better. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. What was this? Alex Proyas? A, a side wipe. <laughs> Jesus. Swipe to the grove. Angle on the grove. <laughs> we have a nice lunch with me, my dad's coworker, Anthony, his wife and two kids. LA, pretty cool. Where Wait you, a minute. You, you can't what just is, have a What does your dad do? Who are these friends? Are you impressed? No, my dad works in, sh- in insurance. Works in. Okay. So he's the mafia. Yes. <laughs> he takes. He said he takes care of problems. Okay. We have big lunch, me, Anthony. Where did you eat? You cannot just have yeah. lunch, lunch at the Grove. The Grove Marmalade is not a Cafe. restaurant. Whatever one has like the two floors and you're on like the second. It's across from the American Cheesecake Girl. Cheesecake Factory? It's across from the American Girl Those doll the Grove. store. Oh. Um. Know. And it has a second floor. It overlooks. Why are we going stores. down this path? <laughs> All right. We have a fantastic lunch. And they say, hey, look, there's a sign in front of Barnes and Noble. Rob Gronkowski is doing a book signing. Oh, my God. Maybe we could go over there and sneak a peek. Swipe too. Like when he's changing clothes. <laughs> Smash cut two. <sighs> second floor of Barnes and Noble. Is there a bridge from the second floor of Barnes and Noble from the restaurant that you're at? I wish. No, we had to go down the floor, walk in, go up the escalator. We're now in the second floor. We're You must have really put on a show with this thing. They're taking you to a to a second location. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
the barn tried to like the, like keep this they going. Really- <laughs> <laughs> We're at Barnes and Noble on the second floor. People everywhere. So excited to see Gronk. Sure enough, out walks five very large men. Gronk and his entourage. His decoys like Saddam. <laughs> okay, so wait, what is your like relationship to uh, the Gronk before this? Like, are you just like, oh, that's some guy? Is it someone who you idolize? Is it like vaguely, vaguely know who he is? That he's a football player. Anthony, I think, loves sports and uh, was very excited to see him. So Anthony's excited. Who's Anthony? Who's Anthony? Uh, we should know that first. We should know who Anthony is. We should know that he likes sports. All also, you're asking what you think about Anthony. You're asking for thing. our emotional investment in the story when you have none. Yeah. All I've heard is like technical terms. I'm yeah, an em- I'm an, em- I'm an empath. I'm excited no, Kevin, because Anthony's excited. Everything this is like a you, video well, this is something. Through. This is something we could have heard beforehand. Like, are you excited? Like, you're giving us facts, but like, we're not feeling a My story. My dad it's calls just, his empath, empath son me and asks if I can get lunch with him. We have this. Fantastic he calls you lunch. me? No, he said uh, he he calls me parentheses his empath son. Ah, okay. Hey, Kev, guess what? Kevin's more like a Z path. Okay. <laughs> so here's what you're like telling me you're an empath, but you're not showing me it. So like sure. I wanted you to be like, oh, my dad is excited. So suddenly I'm excited. Or like yeah. this, this, absolutely. This, How do you know, we get like, back to the that. beginning of the story? We haven't gotten to the to end to of path. I know. <laughs> yeah. I moved to Los Angeles in 2015. A few months later, my dad calls me. How are you feeling, Mr. Empath? What's that? Are you overwhelmed being in L.A.? All these emotions, all this am, 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 ambition, anxiety. Like, what is it? Oh, I'm so scared and stressed. I uh, I buy a car, dies path. on the second day, Sociopath. covered in bed bugs. So we don't need the whole story. Path. I'm doing horrible. Okay. <laughs> My daddy calls me. Hey, I like this guy. Hey, <laughs> guess what? Great news. Oh, I love great news. I hate to ask who was talking when you said, hey, I like this guy. (laughs) That's what you said when you saw your dad was calling. I really want to be done. My phone rings. Dad. Hey, I like this guy. Swipe (laughs) to answer. You swipe on your phone? Swipe to answer. Swipe right to answer. You got to swipe right to answer. That's true. I'll, I'll give him that. Great news. My face lights up like a Christmas tree. Who? What? You're going to get lunch. What? <laughs> what? You're getting lunch tomorrow with my coworker Anthony and his family at the Grove. Is Anthony his is, is your dad Anthony's boss? Uh yes. That makes a lot more okay. sense. Okay. Mhm. Status is important in his yes. story. Mm-hmm. He's trying uh, to show this you man a good is being time. paid to spend time with you. Yes, that's why that's they right. kept mm-hmm. on his vacation right. with his yeah. family. Now he's getting lunch with me at the Grove. We have a great lunch. I get you. Oh, they're so excited for me. I'm excited because they're excited for me. Smash for cut. I, I look at you. You moved to Los Angeles. You did it. Okay. You did the impossible. Yeah. yeah. Edit. Second floor, Barnes and Noble. I wish. <laughs> Hundreds of people out walks Gronk with his crew. They're getting closer and closer to us. My eyes are going back and forth between Anthony and Gronk. I can't believe this. I'm so happy for him. To kind, uh, it's a little quiet. There's like hush, hush sounds. <laughs> <laughs> no one's speaking. Gronk. It's Gronk. Shh, that's Gronk. Gronk. That's Gronk. what happens when Gronk. 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 He's about to conduct an orchestra or something. 
<laughs> yeah. Very loudly, Anthony's wife says as he walks, as Gronk's crew walks by us, oh, wow, which one is he? Gronk kind of look over. The hell? Who said that? <laughs> Didn't actually say that, but with the side eye, you could see. Mm-hmm. Which That's guys, the whole story? What you guys think? That, that, that's that it? was the punchline. I could tell that was the punchline. This is a roll credits. Okay, so what changed for you? How are you different now because of this interaction? I just kind of like that this he was good. humbled. This is really more of a story about your father's employee's wife and not a Gronk story. How did I word it? Also, she get, doesn't get a name of the story. I just want no. yeah, to know. We have woman, Anthony right? and a female character. I know yeah. all about Anthony. Anthony's a sports nut. I know where he works. Yeah. He went to college where I know yeah, who he works for. Yep. Know his position. Anthony's wife, she could be anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nothing. That's what happens when it can be anything. It ends up being nothing. Wow. All we know That's about her true. is she's not sure of who Gronk is among a group of six men. It could have uh, been me. God I could have been Anthony's wife, really. Yeah, yeah. God forbid that That's she has some That's other what interest, something is, going Kevin. on that Kevin has never learned about that prevented her from finding out who Gronk was. Yeah, but like again, like Kev, how are you different because of all this? That's what that's what yeah, this means you for your button or your, your preconceived your notions of Gronk changed. I just like that Anthony's wife kind of razzed him. Anthony's wife. She kind of like again. Do you think it was intentional? To me, it came off as just a blissful ignorance, not mm-hmm. a sort of digging. That's attack. the question that keeps me up at night, John. I says, that's was that intentional? You can't get to bed until <laughs> so late, and you have to sleep until yeah, ten forty-five. With John, John wakes me up. I've been up since four, wondering if Anthony's wife did this intentional or if it was pure bliss. Keeps my teeth. Now I picture when you night. wake up, you just go, "Which one was it?" And then yes. go, "Oh, Sean's calling me." I mean, I think there is a message here that Kevin has taken away, which is, you know, fame is in the eye of the beholder. Mm. You can feel like you're Especially on cloud People are here to see me. Mm. Like, I'm, I've got my big book reading today. And all it takes is one Anthony's wife to snap you back to reality. Maybe you can book her for the 80 for Brady. Like, that could be a fun reunion. Yeah, I, I, I think know. he's likely to. What I was going to say that it did change <laughs> Kevin. because revenge we, on Anthony's yeah, wife. There you go. He, spi- he spikes her. He spikes <laughs> Anthony's wife. How do you like that? Instead of ancient, what's her name? Beverly. 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 But we often ask Kevin to, like, book a celebrity for the show or, like, to get us someone famous and yeah. i think because and you've known of this Anthony's interaction wife with Grunt, this whole time <laughs> and you've never yeah. tried to book her <laughs> anthony's wife's numbers in your phone and how many episodes have you guys done now oh my god I, wow <laughs> i hate to think about that bye 